0: Welcome inside to Keeping It Real with Alex Garrett and Alex Garrett podcasting today. I do hope you're doing pretty good. I hope it's a great Wednesday for you watching the sun come over the trees here in a Wednesday morning. Uh, A little health note, I do have endoscopy round two today, so I'll let you know how that goes. It's been a frustrating couple of days not having to eat, but I think it's... I'm sticking with it because I think it's it's going to be for the better. I pray to God for that, for sure. But I, I come on here with a couple of items that I want to talk about. Firstly, I want to talk about this small business, uh, this business uh, event that Newsday is putting on. Now, they did not pay me to talk about this. I didn't really get an interview opportunity with this, but I would love to let you know. See, this is a podcast where... If something runs across my email, I'm definitely going to talk about it because it needs to be talked about. So, businesses in COVID-19, you've opened. Now what? This will be a Newsday Live conversation today at noon, uh, Wednesday, July 15th, uh, featuring Newsday economics writer James Madore uh, and uh, Stony Brook University College of Businesses Stacey Finkelstein, Small Business Developmental Center at Farmingdale State College, Erica Chase, Gregory, Kevin Law of the Long Island Association, he's president and CEO, and Pierre Lespinasse, business advisor at uh, Farmingdale State College. So, we've got this expert panel for Newsday, and uh, it'll be a QA and a with these folks, I'm presuming via Zoom, and if you have any Questions And if you want to save your spot, go to newsday.com and I guess click on events for the business and COVID-19. You've opened now what seminar. And also email a question if you are part of that today at nmgevents at newsday.com. So there's that little bit. Look, I I want businesses to thrive. I want businesses to open. I talked yesterday that I don't think blaming the bar owner specifically is the answer to solving COVID. I think you have to hold the people going to these bars accountable if they're not wearing a mask and causing a spike in, in COVID. And also, I just think any resource at this point for a business to utilize is important. That's why we have Ashion, Ashi Alweiss, Asher Alweiss, that's why we have had Rabia, Sohalon, of those different companies to, to get you on the right track again. Uh, they're there to help you. Definitely, uh, definitely are. And then, <coughs> speaking of business, another very cool, econo- uh, cool news. One of the apps you might hear me on, Stitcher, yeah, Stitcher is being bought out or has been bought out by Sirius that's right. Sirius XM Radio. Satellite radio, of course. Being bought be uh, buying Stitcher for three hundred and twenty-five million dollars. So I would say because I'm part of Stitcher, i become part of the SiriusXM family. I don't know. I sure hope so. Um, they're buying this from EW Scripps in a deal worth $325 million. And it's already combined entities with uh, Earwolf and uh, Midroll Media. So what, uh, what SiriusXM is getting is a huge huge podcast app for three hundred twenty five million dollars and Sirius also owns Pandora which I have to see if I'm still if I'm approved on there yet. I know that my pod was. I'm still waiting to see uh the show pop up on there. I'll keep you posted on that. So Sirius is really starting to buy up the podcasting space. And I think that's great. I think once these bigger companies buy up, you never know what it could lead to. I think it's an opportunity for the podcaster as well. And so, if you're listening to me on Stitcher, aloha, welcome. Thanks for listening. And, uh, serious, I will keep posting content and maybe, just maybe, there could be something in the works. You never know. You never know. And so, uh, I. I have sort of felt this mentality the last few days of we wake at dawn, right? We wake at dawn to fight for this country. But I want to revisit the uh, Redskins because there's actually another happening in favor of Native Americans that you should know about uh, at The Atlantic. And sometimes The Atlantic doesn't post the... uh, They post very interesting stories. Sometimes I'm just not... Intrigued by it sometimes, but this one intrigued me. By Julia Brave Noise Cat, who's a member of the Sequipimic and Statimic tri- uh, Nations. Julian Brave Noise Cat. And he writes The McGirt case is a historic win for tribes. Now, I had never heard of McGirt, I had never heard of this case. But this this is very intriguing to me when you see who wrote this law from SCOTUS. And by the way, prayers for uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was hospitalized again last night. Of course, we should all want her to be safely out. And that's just human nature. That's humanity right there. So there's this case, McGirt v. Oklahoma. And it's centered around Jim C. McGirt, a Seminole man found guilty of sex crimes, and whether or not it could be tried by the state. He could be tried by the state of Oklahoma. Now, his offenses occurred on lands guaranteed to the Muscogee Creek Nation in an 1866 treaty which was never extinguished by Congress legally, meaning only federal prosecutors, could pro- authorities could prosecute his case. I guess when it comes to states' rights here, the federal authorities deciding what happens on these lands is better than the state, when you think about it. Because the state and the tribes should be neighbors, and if it is federal land guaranteed to these tribes, then the state has no business interfering on these tribes' lands. That was my first impression reading this. This case involved the Cherokee, Choctaw, Seminole, and Chickasaw tribes, all relocated on the Trail of Tears from what is now the American South to eastern Oklahoma. Now, I didn't know this. Did you know that Congress has ratified 370 treaties with Native nations? nations uh, treaties that the U.S. Constitution describes as supreme law of the land. And then that you know Julian then adds that it's broken almost every single one of them, which is not right. If you have a treaty with these nations, you have to keep the treaty. and And so yes, injustice against the Native Americans continues to happen. And it shouldn't. These three hundred seventy treaties should be honored especially if Congress ratified it. And so here was the deal. This case said that Congress never, and, and this was written by Neil Gorsuch, okay? He was the majority opinion here. Gorsuch wrote the opinion in favor of of McGirt and the tribe, that the the tribe themselves, if they can't process it, should be having their crimes processed when committed by the federal, not the state. So what this law did five fa- four in favor of McGurt and the tribes is say nineteen million acres, composing forty seven percent of the state of Oklahoma, is still. A native, an area home to 1.8 million people is still Native land. We're still recognizing the Natives in Oklahoma and hopefully elsewhere. We're still ensuring that the girls missing from all of these tribes, were, I, I I feel that there are people working to fix it, to fix that, to find them. Because we can tear down a name and a franchise all we want. But if you don't talk about actual work being done to help Native Americans, then what's your cause, Dan Snyder? What's your cause, those who support this name change? Is it to bring justice, like what seemingly Neil Gorsuch has been doing? Where they say, this is not a state thing, this is a federal land, this is federal land that must be protected. Gorsuch writes in his opinion today we are we asked whether the land these treaties were promised remains an Indian reservation for purpose of federal law because Congress has not said otherwise we hold the government to its word and that is what we should all be saying every day of our life <laughs> we hold the government to its word you ratify 370 treaties on behalf of ...of Native Americans, with Native Americans... ...you stick to those treaties. And to Julian... ...Bravenose... ...this is a treaty's... ...rights of the Indigenous Nations... ...recognition... ...to finally be recognized by the president's appointee and by other native people. He says the United States has long denied the tribes their dignity. And yet here was this Western lawyer, Neil Gorsuch, who said, well, wait a minute here. We have 370 treaties. We have federal lands that were appropriated to Native Americans, we must respect that. Ryaz Kanji, the lawyer who argued the McGurts case on behalf of the tribe, said the court is not going to be in the business of taking away tribal rights without congressional intent anymore. He added, I've cried a lot today so it's now going to be up to congress to ensure uh tribal rights and also hold those on the land accountable it's not it's not a state thing here because the states could i guess um could be interfering in what is the land of the native people. And we don't want that either. We shouldn't want encroachment on native lands to begin with. That's that's land that is rightfully theirs. Albeit I am guessing fought for in many different battles. But land nonetheless it's theirs. And D- Julian Brave Nose goes on to say, "This was the most significant and favorable Supreme Court decision for tribes in the 21st century." Oklahoma said, "You know, murderers, rapists, and other criminals will be let loose because the state had convinced had convicted them." Not who would because the state that I convicted them would not have the authority to do so. Taxes were going paid Regulations would lose their teeth. I mean, really, terrible, terrible um, thought process there. Especially when, I'm sure in Oklahoma themselves, they've been dealing with... Uh, Missing girls on these lands, on the native people's lands. I'm sure they've been dealing with that. Have they been actually dealing with it? That's, that's another topic for another day. But you talk about a sector of society the Native Americans, the Native people that have been yearning to feel equal, to feel like they matter well this uh, deal, this SCOTUS decision saying that yes treaties matter, yes your lands matter Native Americans lives matter Native people's lands matter is very very uplifting the sea it should be uplifted it should be recognized and we're going to add more to this because i'm i'm very curious about this decision i'm very curious about what other ways to help the native peoples who are dealing with a lot of crises right now not only covid uh, not only the missing people but covid and not only covid but rights that seem to be trampled on by states like Oklahoma right now. And so I'm probably going to reach out to Julie and and get a conversation going about this and see where the conversation goes. Because if you have 1.8 million people who have lands, that's 47% of Oklahoma, he said. And if you have their presence all over the country, then Congress should uphold the treaties. And we should uphold that they have the rights to these lands everywhere. 370 treaties. And one man, it seems like, Neil Gorsuch, a Trump appointee, I remind you, but Neil Gorsuch recognized that. And he wrote the opinion in favor of that. And in favor of the Native American tribes. Huge win. Huge win for the Native people. And I think for America. Because they are Native Americans. They are American as well. I'm Alex Garrett. Uh, We're going to post podcast maybe either today or tomorrow. With Mitch Felderoff who actually ate dog food. For 30 days, you'll have to catch that one uh, later today or tomorrow. Either way, we'll be back. I'm Alex Garrett. Talk to you soon.